0: Hello, I'm Rebecca Carter, and welcome back to Not Nosy Podcast, where I have a conversation with an artist I know and admire about their life and their art. I ask a lot of questions, but I'm not nosy, just curious. (laughs) Today, we've got Maddie Stewart on the podcast. Maddie is a sculptor, an illustrator, a lover of woodland creatures, and a maker of wooden spoons from Colorado. Um... Oh my gosh, you guys, these spoons. <laughs> we'll talk about them in the podcast and after, but I'm obsessed. You may also know Maddie as Graphic Birdie on social media. And if you know her, you know she's a super sweet old soul. We met on Hit Record. She's helped me on various projects and inspired me to try some life-changing new things, which you'll hear about soon enough. This is a super conversational episode, we trade a lot of stories, and I just had a great time catching up with her. She's got some new adventures coming up, and I'm excited to follow along because I'm going to have to live vicariously through her. Before we get started, one quick request for you to subscribe to Not Nosy and leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts. It's so super helpful, and I appreciate you taking the time. So let's get started. Here's Maddie Stewart.
1: She's
0: not nosy, yeah. just curious, not nosy. So, uh, so you're in Colorado, did you grow up in Colorado? I did, yeah. When I first got out of college, they moved me to Lakewood. Oh, no way! For six months. Yeah, so I lived in Lakewood, and, um, gosh... I love Colorado. It's so great! And I had just graduated college, and General Electric had hired me. Oh, that's to awesome! They move you around every six months for two years. So my first place mm-hmm. was there, and I just I got like a little apartment, oh. and I could see all the prairie dogs, in the, you know, in the <laughs> yes. back, and I just fell in love. Oh, what other places so. did you go to? From Denver, then I went to Stamford, Connecticut, which is oh, okay. near New York. And then I went to San Rafael, California, which is near San Francisco. Wow, so
2: all and across the yeah, US. Yeah.
0: I met my husband there, but then I still uh, I went to uh, Virginia wow. and then I came back to California and then we moved to Mexico for like a few years. Yeah, we we I what? moved around a lot That's for a crazy, while yeah. and then since we got to Miami, I've just we've just been like Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> So you're yeah you're you're near Denver and you went to school
2: in Boulder. Yep. Are you a mountains girl? Definitely. I wish I could. I think like I always wanted to move away and go go somewhere else and you know like grow up and move on. But I just like I can't leave Colorado. <laughs> it's too it's too perfect for me. So.
0: It's so perfect. <laughs> it's, it's just amazing. And but you do travel- you have traveled a lot, like in your life, yeah, definitely, right yeah,
2: um well, in the u s my my parents are from Connecticut and uh you know the east coast, so oh, okay, so we used to go go over there a lot, and just this past fall, I went to Mongolia which was a big trip.
0: And wow. And that was that with him as part of no, or that was just for you. That, that was, was your,
2: yeah, that was my like dream. It's funny. Cause it, like hit record had this, um, impossible dream project. And I initially right. like did it and said like, I want to ride horses. And it was this really humble dream of, I just want to ride for a couple hours. And, uh, <laughs> and, and then later I was like, I ended up deleting that video from hit record um, because it was just too embarrassing. And I later um, thought, like, well, I should have bigger dreams. Like, like, there's nothing great about a humble dream. Um, So I ended up, like, making this whole plan to ride horses in Mongolia. And no one else in my family rides. And none of my friends were, like, graduating at the same time as me. So I was like, okay, just Going alone, gotta figure this out. So I um like met a trekking group. I just Googled like groups and met them in Mongolia and went for like a month long horse riding trek. Wow. Yeah, it was really That's fun.
0: exciting. Definitely. Oh, what a big step that is to just kind of go do something by yourself. It was and- huge, yeah.
2: And I've always had like a ton of anxiety. My whole extended family was like, you want to do this? That's not, right. that's not the Maddie we know. And um, But it, it it's like, yeah, I just am going to do it. So I don't, I like blocked yeah. out a plane ride I you know like just was remote control going through the motions like I'm just it's just happening I'm going and then it just worked out
0: but you were with a group right like you like you didn't know the people but right. you had signed up to kind of go with a group exactly
2: and- exactly I wanted to go alone but um my my parents were like <laughs> No, it's like, I don't oh. want you to go alone. <laughs> so right. I was like, all right, well, I'll go with a, a, a group the first time. And um, I think it's definitely a really safe country. So now I feel like I, think I definitely want to take my parents back and. buy some horses and go (laughs) alone but buy horses (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: that's yeah that's really cool it reminds me of a couple of things one was when I was uh so when I was working like right before I had met my husband and I was just hating my job and my my big plan was I was gonna sell my car I had a like a Corolla right like (laughs) I was I was gonna sell my car I was gonna live off of that money for a year. And I was gonna, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was gonna go from Tijuana all the way down to, you know, like Cape Horton, like, like, or am I saying it right, the bottom of South America, yes. you know, and I was, I was like, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. And I started like buying books and kind of, oh, and then I, great. Yeah. and and then, uh, then I met my husband, and my plans changed and whatnot. But I think it was just looking for something, you know. But I, was, I, I we were talking about it the other day. I was like, "Do you think I would have done it? Like, do you think like I remember I, I had like a book and I, uh, and I bought like, like one of those towels that like a chamois towel, like that you a travel yes, towel. Yes. And this was like I was already getting like my supplies, you know, and but I. I just, I don't know.
2: I don't know if I would have done it. I think you totally would have. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those things. I, my dad is the same way. He told me, like, I, he was planning to kayak around Patagonia, which is really dangerous. And he was telling me, like, yeah, make those plans. They might not happen. And uh, when I was a sophomore in college, I was like making a whole, this whole plan to go to Mongolia alone. It was adding up to like $10,000. I was like, sure okay this is getting a little <laughs> trickier than planned but um then I ended up going with the group and it all worked out and uh, yeah
0: yeah good experience well and they say uh, my dad's always told me that, that that he's read somewhere that the planning of the trip it actually brings you more joy than the trip itself like there's yeah. just something about planning trips I do it all the Definitely,
2: time Definitely, yeah. like
0: Even on, like, the last day of our summer vacation, I'll be Googling, like, for next year. Yeah. Where are we going to go next? Definitely. Oh, that's cool. And so your dad's a, or was a mountain,
2: what? Mountain Mountain climber photographer? Yes. So he had, like, friends in Nepal that we ended up um, going to visit when we were young. And I think that taught me and my sister how to travel in, like, third world countries. I think we went. I I went when I was in fifth grade i think the first time which was just so fun and, wow. and then we're actually me and my sister are going back in july to do a, a fellow i i got an art fellowship there and she got a gardening fellow i told her like kelly oh. you have to apply you have one day i'm telling you now but you should apply and we both got these fellowships so um <gasps> we're going for like two months yeah so that would be really fun
0: Oh wow! Oh, tell me more. Okay, so tell me more about that. So, uh, f- first of all, I think I know, but explain to me. So, a fellowship is first of yeah, all. A oh my god, there are
2: so many. <laughs> yeah, there are lots of variations. For me, I really like. There are a lot of these things called artist residencies where you just go and work on art in a specific place, and usually they fund you or you can get scholarships. And so this place in Nepal had a artist residency, which is how I found out about it. And, um, it costs money. And I was like, no way. And then, but they had a fellowship. Right.
0: You're like, I'm, I'm going negative on this. Uh-huh. Right.
2: And they had a fellowship where you can work at a kindergarten doing, helping with studio art and, um, teaching, teaching the kids art and you get room and board and, and food and, and it, kind of create this community and then my sister got a job doing gardening and and, um with them so yeah (laughs) exciting yeah is your sister older than you she is she's a year older
0: oh wow oh see i'm gonna have to live vicariously through you (laughs) i don't get to have as many adventures anymore so you studied sculpture did yeah at boulder and what's the
2: was art always the plan no, I really wanted to um do like theater or acting. But that okay. that was kind of a convoluted, confusing. I I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do in, in high school. And I was watching a lot of Grey's Anatomy at the time. And I thought, Oh, I want to be a doctor, you know, I want to change the world. And then I realized I, I don't, really want to be a doctor I can't do the repetition I want to play one on TV. exactly I was like okay I see that I, I know what's happening here I actually just want to be an actress <laughs> so then I went to college and my freshman year I was I was studying theater and I had never I had done some improv in high school but I had never been like a theater person and I realized I don't really like plays like I was learning about plays and I had never I think I had one teacher say like if you have never read this famous Shakespearean play you shouldn't be studying theater and I was like you know you're so right (laughs) like I don't know any of this this is just me watching Grey's Anatomy Um, right so yeah (laughs) so my parents I called my parents like the final couple weeks of freshman year and I don't know what to do with my life. I have no idea what to study, but this probably isn't it. And um I had always done art and they said, you know, why don't you just like pursue this? You're always making things, you're doing things with hit record and like you should just follow that. And um so I ended up that's how it ended up. <laughs> Sorry, that was a long right. story, but No Yeah.
0: Was it hard to switch majors at that point, or it was you were still early enough? Yeah, and you're...
2: it was. I mean, I had to do a, a bit more, and like I, I couldn't major in ceramics. and I really wanted to keep it to four years. Like, I couldn't really imagine staying there longer. So it it was a little tricky, but it, it all was fun, right? Yeah. So I was seeing I was seeing
0: someone on Twitter or something the other day, and they were complaining about their their art class, their school, basically, they were complaining, they're like, they're making me take this like boat building class, (laughs) and I have to buy all these materials. And then I have to buy my professor's book that he wrote. And you're just like, I'm never gonna use this. This isn't what I'm really studying. And they were so upset. Was that did you have any? (laughs) Because I was seeing like you took like guitar making class. (laughs) And I mean, that seems awesome. But I, I don't know. It's just, uh, it seems like the art school experience is so different from maybe like, like I studied business. So Right,
2: right. Um, yeah, I think I, I was really into it in a way that I don't know if everyone is, I actually have a lot of friends who want to do like, fashion or graphic design. And the program I was in was much more of a like, fine arts. And Kind of even philosophy of art, reading a lot of papers about it. And um, I loved that. Like it, it was all fascinating to me in the way kind of uh, consumerism art doesn't really interest me. So it's, there was a lot of stuff that wasn't like practical for business, but more practical for like life philosophy um Mm -hmm. which i really enjoyed i did have to buy a lot i've spent so much money on supplies Um, yeah and on i had my final like year i pretty much we were told like okay make us make like three sculptures in this semester you can do whatever you want and the people who were really into it would spend we just I had to buy tons of beeswax for one sculpture, which was like $50 in beeswax <laughs> and like various, I ended up, my final project was with felted wool. So I bought like 10 sheep worth of wool. And um, so those things added up, but.
0: That, I think you put maybe, I tried to find it, but it might've been on one of your stories. So you had, you so your final project, it was like this giant, Thing of what like yeah. I didn't realize how big it was until I saw the picture of you laying next to it, and it was so gigantic. So big. Um, and there was a video of you like dragging it behind a truck or something, and I was like, "That those are the kinds of things that I see, and I'm like, wow, I don't know anything about <laughs> art. Like, I don't know how to make anything. You know, like I would never know that you're supposed to uh drag it behind a
2: truck. You know it was all like a truly. I feel like all the art I'm interested in, I'm really bad at like focusing on one thing and getting really good at it. So that was just a total experiment. We tried rolling it beca- behind a car because in Mongolia, you they felt wool for their um, gares or yurts. And okay. um, they do it by putting all the wool down and then rolling it up in a tarp or another piece of wool and, and dragging it behind horses for like okay. hours. And so we tried dragging it behind the car and that just did not we it, i think if we had done it for a number of hours that could have worked but um it did not <laughs> work at all <laughs> <laughs> worth a shot
0: <gasps> that's awesome it's like i first of all i want to apologize to you and to anyone listening because they um they started up the demolition of this house again next door and i don't know what to do about it so <laughs> I, I find myself so fascinated with all the stuff that I'm like no clue like no clue how to do any of that and you do so much like you have your illustrations and you have like a really specific aesthetic like I can tell when it's your stuff you know and I love it and then you do your ceramic or your pottery and you do your <laughs> you know there was the wool and the, now you're making these amazing wooden spoons and I'm like wow <laughs> So amazing! Like,
2: thanks. I know.
0: <laughs> it's I'm fascinated.
2: It's definitely fun. I st- I'm waiting to like master something and be able to be able to use it more practically. But for now, everything's fun. <laughs> What's the goal? Like, where? I would love to like work. Yeah, I think the goal, sadly, is is like work. <laughs> Figuring out what you're right. going to work as. But um, I'd love to work doing some sort of uh, social action art, which is um, using art to help communities or people. Um, So some people use it as, like, uh, projects with communities. Um, Mm -hmm. Or even this place that me and my sister are doing a fellowship at, the person who, who started it was a sculptor. And so she was looking into, you know, how can we make a difference in this community without just making a sculpture and then leaving. Mm-hmm. And she found ultimately it's by creating this program and working with all the women. And so I'd love to figure out projects that I didn't work with communities and help. People. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I yeah.
0: Maybe like grant grant based kind of work. Exactly.
2: And, yeah. Yeah.
0: And the people that you like your colleagues that you studied with, what did they wind up, Going into
2: um, Or
0: what are they doing Like did people go straight You know yeah. I walked out of the door of college And I already had my job And right. you know
2: yeah. Um, I don't think anyone Was able to do that <laughs> We have uh, A friend of mine is Who is in the program Is getting his master's degree And if you get a master's in art Or in sculpture I think you get a lot more connections And people take you more seriously um, but mm. I can't imagine <laughs> going back to school right now. So, right. Um, yeah, other people um, just worked in, in various business fields. And then I have a few friends who did ceramics and stayed in school for another year, getting a post back in just so they could mm. grow their portfolio and work with more teachers. And um, so I'm kind of waiting on, on them to figure it out for me but (laughs) that's not working
0: so it's i feel like your college experience was probably really different than like someone that was studying business right like did you feel that while you were there like uh have friends that were in other areas and did you did you feel like your experience was really different from theirs
2: Um, since it not really, yeah, I'd say not really. Just since it was largely like a liberal arts education, so we all were in a lot of the same core classes, and the business school was pretty separate. I had I was on an improv team, which we we all kind of um, met across the fields of of different degrees. So they, a few of my business friends, had. Uh, probably... They wore suits, you know, like I never had to wear suits and stuff. They were suits. <laughs> they were the suit people. I also I also like uh, would walk But just around. like on days when
0: someone was there, like a yeah. special something? Yeah. Or, or they, they would just wear suits. No, no.
2: <laughs> they had like if you have like a presentation. It was funny because the business school, you'd always right. know the business school people if they would. They had to dress up. Like, oh, they, they have a um, presentation. But then also <laughs> I was like my my improv team would have a table in in the community, like I don't know what it what it would be a cafeteria, the fair, or something yeah, like. yeah, or a fair, and uh-huh. and my friends from the ceramics department would walk through and they're covered in clay and dust, and they'd say, oh, you know Maddie, <laughs> you know Maddie, <laughs> you must be a clay person. <laughs> so we all had our uniforms, I guess. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I went to the University of Florida, also a really big kind of school like that. I and I've been I visited Boulder, um, gor- gorgeous campus. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like everyone in the country wants to go there. So the improv team. Did you join them right
2: away when you started college? My team or my sister was was actually on the team, and uh, we both went, okay. We, I'm very close with my sister, so she was on the team, and I. Um, it, I ha- you had to audition to get in, and I auditioned my freshman semester, and I didn't get in. And so I auditioned. I did. I joined another like training improv team that was mostly like cl- we took classes every every week, and then um, and then the next semester I, I auditioned it again and got in. So
0: well, and I guess that was because I was kind of surprised because I know you mentioned like you have like anxiety yeah. and. So it feels like a big step to do the improv. Right. But I guess you were also studying theater at that point.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's so confusing. Yeah. I think I did improv in, in high school as just for a did year. You? I did. And um, we went to – it was like a cool alternative high school. And we went to Chicago to like on an improv trip. And I really liked it mostly because you can, I think – get rid of all your anxieties and kind of like if you're shy you don't have to be because you're acting <laughs> so it's right it's kind of like being someone else um and and in college i definitely plus it's such a great way to make friends that um is definitely an automatic like oh i should do this <laughs>
0: so one of my favorite things I've like ever seen is your um, Angela Stacks video <laughs> on hit record I love that you love that because I I love it so much <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I was just I just went back to look at it and I'm like I was the first person to comment on this <laughs> and like heart it and I was like trying to make sure everyone saw it oh my god I loved it so much are you gonna let me play it on oh, here yeah. like an audio totally, version totally No clue what we're talking about? Here's a clip.
1: You're probably wondering what exactly stacking is. Stacking is when you put one item on top of another and you go straight up into the air. It's like stacking. It's the newest big thing. Everyone's doing it. What do you stack? Hashtag Angela Stacks. Hashtag... What do you stack? I spent all day stacking today. (laughs) I made some incredible stacks all over my yard. I wanted to show you my largest stack ever. I'm gonna take you to it. Here's a perfect pine cone. It's nice and big. Like, it's separated, so it'll go together easily with other pine cones. You have to be really intelligent about pine cones to get it right. That's why I'm the best. This is a small pine cone, which is kind of like not very good. Clearly a squirrel, little devil squirrel, has gotten to this. That makes it useless to me and to all stackers. So, like, stop. Stop it, squirrels.
2: It's funny because that's (laughs) another thing that, like, video is so hard. Like, improv's easy because... It's gone. No one can say Oh my gosh, it was so embarrassing when you did that. You know, it's like, right. Oh, you that's a memory. You can't prove that. Um right. but with video. But I
0: feel like now everyone's recording everything, like I took improv because of you, yeah. I think, right? Like I think I posted like on yeah, Facebook yeah. Were you one of the Yeah. I think so, yeah. Like you made a big oh, impact God. on me there. Because uh what I what happened was I wanted to take, they had a sketch writing class, and I wanted to take that, but because it's not super popular, they don't offer oh, yeah. it every time. And so one session went by, they didn't offer oh. it, another session went by, and they were like, why don't you just take improv one, like, y- you should know what it's like for the actors anyway, and whatever, and, right. and I'm saying, I could never, <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about, like, I could never do that. And then I just kind of started, like, it just kind of started eating away at me, like, shit. But should I do it? Like, why would I do it? It's so scary to, you know. And I put it out there and you really encouraged me. And it was, I did all five levels. It was like a big thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that too. Like, I feel like part of what's cool about it, it's like, it's a live performance and there's that energy in the room and all that. But but now I see it's like, there's always someone recording whether they should be or not. And I'm like, ah, it's not as it's not a, a you know it's, there is yeah. something special about being able to say it and not like hold on to it you might yeah. you might say yeah you might say something that later you're like nah, 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 I'm not <laughs> was so kidding. sure but yeah anyway so the mm-hmm. video so do you remember like what made you make
2: that video I do I think I was I was really into like videos oh gosh on hit, on hit record at that moment and um Cause that was that same kind of time when wonder boy was doing the d- various videos and everyone was doing improv. And um, I had kind of fallen out of the community and um, was like, Oh, I want to do something, but it wasn't actually specifically for hit record. I was um, actually just like raking my yard and we have so <laughs> many <laughs> pine cones and as someone who enjoys sculpture, I don't think I ever really made that connection, but um, I I was like, it's so hard to stack these pine cones. I just made that observation. <laughs> and I thought, like, what if you were really into this? I could get really into this. And so that's where it really kind of did come from reality of, like, I would like to try stacking these. And um, and <laughs> So so then I kind of developed this. Once again, I'm like alone, just raking my yard, thinking, "Wow, wouldn't that be funny if someone just stacked these all over the place?" And and then and then they were bad because it's so. I I was like, it would be great if I could actually make some good ones, but I can't. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, this person has to be bad at it, and um. That's that's definitely where the video came from, and I just like filmed it that same day. I was like, okay, I'm gonna make sure. this and do it, and um, and then I was uploading it, and I was like, oh my god, should I do this or should I not do this? And I think I I showed my parents, and they were like, In, I that's that's something
0: that's interesting, <laughs> yeah.
2: something else, good for you, yeah. special, exactly. <laughs> Exactly, um, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna just do it." And so I put it on hit record. And thank you so much for that feedback because yeah. I would have totally probably hit it. Later. You would have hit it, yeah, right away. yeah. Oh god, yeah. I loved it so much,
0: and I think you know, it's like the thing is, I was coming from so so when I went to the the improv classes, I guess first of all, it was like I was so nervous I was yeah. so scared and I was so nervous and I didn't even really want to be there you know where some people had signed up because they actually right. were excited about it I was like I don't want to do this you know and,
1: <laughs> why are you here today? And I don't know <laughs> yeah.
0: no I didn't tell a single person I knew uh, and I had never like I have two kids so that was maybe like two years ago uh, they were probably like six and eight I basically hadn't been outside of my house at night for eight years. Like, I had never gone anywhere by myself for like eight years at night. And so, (laughs) and so I felt like very, I didn't, like, it's amazing now that insecurity. That I had, like, it built my confidence so much. Just even, like, I realized everyone here is, like, 20-something years old. Like, you know, I'm, like, I'm 40 years old or 39. You know, like, I was, like, I don't. And I, like, made some sort of self-deprecating remark about my Mm -hmm. age. And someone was, like, what? We're supposed to think you're, like, Like I don't know. They totally called me out on it. I was, like, oh, my God. I'm so scared right now. Like, was like. (laughs) And. (laughs) But I wound up having a really good group, okay. and, you know, stuck together. But it, I really needed that, you know. I really needed to like go back out into the world. Right. I guess, right? Um, I know. I... The point of starting that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, well, because I think when I saw you do that, like I hadn't seen anyone do anything like that. Like, th- like these kind of when we were doing these, I guess, starting to do these little videos on hit record, and it's like. I hadn't been seeing. It. I, I guess I see now on the internet that that kind of stuff exists, but I wasn't. Yeah, see, I wasn't exposed to it, and I was like, "This is so amazing!" <laughs> like, I just loved it so oh, much.
2: That's so nice and open my world. <laughs> it's. I definitely like <laughs> improv has created that other. You know, it's it's just a same like open my world and like oh you can be so quiet and I too, like I never go out late at night. I hate, I'm like that old, that, that <laughs> I, yeah, like a, I don't know. I, I in college, all my friends would party and not like massively party, but they, they go to parties and I was like, I, it's late, like nine thirty is my bedtime. And um, <laughs> we performed, we performed every single Friday Um at, Eight o'clock, which right. is so late, <laughs> and then we'd go get pizza <laughs> afterwards, which was always such, very fun. But um, it was like the one day a week that I I would go out. And after graduating, I just like don't go You've come out back anymore. Okay, <laughs> I have. Yeah. I have. I have a couple of friends um, who perform weekly in Denver. And I really should go and see them perform, right. but it's late. <laughs> Even my parents, I tell, I tell my parents like, I, I really want to go to this, but it's late. And my dad's like, Oh yeah, driving so hard in the city at late, like you should just stay here.
0: <laughs> and is he being serious yeah, or sarcastic? He's being
2: serious.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, sure.
2: But we're both... No, I'm
0: definitely, like, I'm already, like, oh, I don't like to drive at night. Like, right. already. I'm just like, oh. Right. Yeah, my eyes just... <laughs> uh... <laughs> I don't know where I am. Yeah, I've, I've gotten like that. It, it, it's funny, because when I was doing it, and then, like... So your last class would be a show, like a friends and family right, show. Right. And uh, I would never invite anybody. You know, I never <laughs> told anyone I was even there. But, your I mean, family didn't go? No. no. Oh my gosh. It off wasn't off. appropriate for the kids. And right. we don't use babysitters. Right. And, and I don't even know. Like, at that point, <laughs> I still wasn't comfortable for even my husband to,
2: you know. That's so great, though, that you got to. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. So what was, so I, t- I mentioned that you had that, that guitar making class, right? Yes. Was that, what's one of your weirder classes took in college,
2: you think? Gosh, that's probably the weirdest one. But also I think just like sculpture in general, because I had a really relaxed teacher who just didn't really show up that often. So we were really <laughs> making these sculptures ourselves and, and just going for it. <laughs> <laughs> But so, yeah, I'd say that I'd say the guitar making was definitely the most like yeah. unique and specific.
0: And what's the story with that? I mean, are you making like a guitar or various yeah. instruments or um, what do you.
2: It was to make uh, a an acoustic guitar. And he believed that, like, it teaches all the fundamentals of woodworking with, you know, hand tools and and. Um, Precision, but also like creativity, you can kind of design like the headstocks and various things yourself so he t- he taught it for you know just for the students, which was great and um yeah, so it was really cool, and it definitely taught me all about um different tools in a much more relaxed way than some other woodworking classes I had taken where it was a lot of like measurements and i can't i hate there's a there's a a phrase in woodworking called Or I don't know if it's woodworking But just all, all Like me- measuring stuff It's uh, measure twice, cut once And right. I have Changed that to like Measure once-ish Cut <laughs> Twice and then glue it back Together <laughs> if needed Because I just hate Like I hate that precision and measuring and And um I can't. So it was great to take this class. I took a woodworking class in the theater department for props, and it was very much like get the measurements right versus this class where right. it's like, okay, you know, cut it to what looks right and use a template, like no need to mm-hmm. stress yourself out with precision. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I was reading on HitRecord uh, You you said it was it was like a letter to your younger self. Your advice was because you were talking about how you have like anxiety to sometimes even start a project Uh, or that you're not going to get it right.
2: Probably just like the quote: "Start before you're ready." Yeah, yeah. I think that's like the hardest thing with projects is you get stressed out, especially with uh, if if you're like want to make things right. And I, that's why I totally procrastinate all the time is because I just don't like, I don't want to start because I I might get it wrong or it might not be great. And that's why so many things I like come up in my head and don't end up doing. I think a lot of people probably have that. Yeah. So you still, you still feel it? I do. I think it's even something that's like not, definable because you're just it's in your head like and you're not you know why make it if it's, if it's not going to turn out perfect or um but I do I I have gotten better at, at just kind of doing things a lot of illustrations I, w- I won't do because I don't I know I can't draw it right which is the whole thing of And draw it, oh gosh. (laughs) I think you should, if you can't, if you can't draw it right, you should just draw it however you see it. And that's what makes your your drawing unique, you know? Like, who cares if the proportions are right? But still, I can't follow that advice. And it's like, I can't draw that because the person's looking in that direction. And I don't know, I know it won't look right. But.
0: (laughs) Mm. So you, yeah, it's like, you know, you know the, You know the advice, you know the right answer, but you just can't. Can't follow That's it. interesting, and and the other day you posted on Instagram like the cutest little spoon, <laughs> um, this wooden spoon with a button. And I was like, you should sell these, and you said, yeah, I'm still like making mistakes and stuff. Of course, t- I don't know if there was something like a huge <laughs> hole on the back of it, but it looked so <laughs> perfect to me. Thanks, I know. Um, I- and I'm like, oh, I hope she's not gonna like, you know, <laughs> right? Hold yourself to like this. Unachievable standard. I shouldn't. They're so adorable.
2: I really want to sell them. I I think that also comes from a bit of anxiety. Where I think if you're selling something, I just have so many worries about these spoons. Of like um, so so with this the button spoon in particular, I think I will sell it. But um, anyone who buys it, got has to know that it's got some problems. <laughs> um, the big problem being that I like drilled I drilled holes in the buttons and they went through to the other side. They're just really small holes. But still, mm. my fear is that those with spoons, that would hold, like, bacteria or something. And mm. I would hate, mm-hmm. which it's not really a big problem. But, um, like, there's something inside of me that <gasps> would hate for someone mm-hmm. to, like, have a problem because of it. Or um, also, I'm, a lot of people finish their spoons with walnut oil which I love. It looks great if you just like rub it on and then sand it and it looks beautiful, but it's, some people are allergic to nuts. So what if they don't read your disclaimer about like it being finished with almond oil? So I'm kind of like solving all these worry, like just over the top problems.
0: They gotta be like gluten free spoons. Right. (laughs) You know what? You just say decorative use only. Mm-hmm. my son was telling me because he's he was working on a a mug, like a pinch mug or something at at school, and it's been like over the week, you know, developing over the weeks. And he said he was painting it, and I said, "Is that, are you like to shift to bake it, like they like glaze yeah. it or something?" And I yeah. I know about that's about as much as I know, right? <laughs> and he's like, "No, I don't think it gets baked and." I'm saying, well, is it – I said, well, then I don't know, like, if you can use it for food, you know. He said, well, he said, maybe for goldfish or something. He said, like, goldfish, the snack. Uh, He's like, because there's a hole in it, so it won't hold water. He's like, it won't hold liquids because there is a hole. (laughs) But (laughs) – he's like maybe a snack and i was telling him well there's some paints like i don't know (laughs) like you you flip over you flip over a bowl and it says decorative use only so i think there's some paints that are like poisonous and we can't like i don't know and he's like don't don't worry (laughs) mom you're overthinking it it. i was like maybe yeah i know i was like maybe we can put pencils in it i don't even know how big this (laughs) thing is i don't know what it looks like you know but uh, yeah, I was like, I wonder if I should email the teacher about if it's food safe. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, probably, probably not.
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, we worry so much about these things, and you'll see it and be like, oh, I didn't even have to worry about that. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, nobody cares. Yeah, yeah it's okay. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I can re- I can relate to that though. About just like all these like uh, all the what if scenarios yeah. I I go through. I go through so many what ifs, you know, in my mind, it's hard to, it's hard to calm them. Sometimes just saying them out loud, it helps you like, just be like, okay, it's Definitely. fine, you know? Definitely, yeah. I mean, the point, yeah, the thing with the oil, I mean, if you put it out there, it I, it I think is. that's quite enough. Yeah, yeah. You know?
2: Right. Plus lots of people use it. But still, I, I don't know. I'm finding other solutions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the spoons it looked
0: it looked like and see this is me like piecing things together from like me because no one i interview has a wikipedia page right so i gotta <laughs> right, like right. like stalk you <laughs> like i gotta stalk you online and figure out all these things so uh it seems to me like your dad maybe does some woodworking too like you had tools at home right
2: yeah he, he yes. has or who's with- my dad has like a small shop um, just in we have an old barn just on our property so it's, it's just in a room in this barn and um he mostly has it for like home projects so like making oh, okay. stairs or um, <laughs> like, or
0: like making stairs. stairs I don't know anyone that knows how to make stairs <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't honestly it's it's for example
2: basic home project you know how sometimes you need some more (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) no even making stairs he made these obvious stairs um but Uh it's so much measuring every time i walk up i'm like dad how many Uh times do you have to measure that um so so stuff like that and then also i don't know um just, yeah, fix, fixing stuff around the house. He wants to, he's, like, he calls himself patron of the arts. Whenever he, like, helps me buy something for, for woodworking, he's like, I'm a patron Aww. of the arts. <laughs> like, that's great. And so he's <laughs> super into me making these spoons right now. And he actually, like, will Google things, and which, like, it's great, but sometimes it'll be late at night. And he's like, Maddie, here's how you sharpen those tools. And it's like, oh. Thanks, thanks. I really needed that. Um, so he's like learning a lot, and and is really into it. And he's always been um, has like magazine woodworking magazines that he subscribes to, and he's like the I don't know couch woodworker. <laughs> yeah. But he knows a lot. He he's he's good at like figuring right. things out. So yeah, I I have a lot of his tools to use. And um, okay. But
0: he's not, he's not been sitting around making spoons. No, no, he hasn't. So, so that came from you. Like that was something you wanted to do and like with your classes, maybe that you had done and.
2: Yeah, I kind of knew like how that it it, it was a more basic project than like something where you have to measure. Um, But going back to the, measuring, yeah, Yeah. it really came down to um, figuring out a present for my mom for Christmas. And she really likes these wooden spatulas, and she accidentally dyed one blue while dyeing a t-shirt. And um, I was like, "Oh, I'll make you know, I'll make her some cool wooden spatulas." And uh, and that and it kind of grew from that into, "Oh, what can mm-hmm. I do?" And then you get feedback back from like Instagram, and it's like, "Oh." I want to be mm-hmm. cool, you know, like, let's see what else I can make, Um, just right. you know, you shouldn't be trying to impress Instagram, but uh, it, it is fun to have that feedback.
0: No, but holy smokes, some of those designs you put out, some concepts, and I was looking at them, and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> there's some that, there's some that, almost, that you had, uh, like, a concept of that almost looked like it was going to be, like, hair, like, like tassel almost yeah like, yeah it's so complicated
2: <laughs> there yeah <laughs> uh, sometimes I like I have one right now that I'm working on that it's just sitting I've cut it out like cut out the um shape of it but it's just sitting on my work table like I don't know where to go next with it because I can't it's a knot it's like a clove hitch knot and I just can't mm-hmm. figure out how to start it <laughs> So it's just sitting there. Yeah. I I have some other ones that I'm working on and and they're all like really hard woods, which is great because they hold up to like tricky designs, but they're so hard to carve. And I've had to learn, you know, how to like sharpen your tools and, and keep everything Mm -hmm. running. So I, I keep like making it harder for myself. And I just told my sister the other day, I was like, you know, if I want to sell these, I've got to just, like, make a few faster ones or, like, simpler ones. Right. <laughs> Not
0: start with the most complicated. Exactly. right? Yeah. Is there an artist that is out there, did I ask you this, that you kind of want to emulate? Like, the, is there someone that you just really look up to?
2: Yeah. I think someone I really look up to as, as an artist I have like the school answers and then like the personal answers. So No, like the real yeah. ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, um I in terms of like sculpture, I really appreciate Rachel White Reed. She does these amazing cement sculptures or um she'll she'll take a building and then fill it or a or an object or something and, and create a sculpture from the displaced space. So, like, a sculpture might be the entire inside of a building where it's just – it looks like a ceramic block, but it's, like, this the space inside. <laughs> so it's basically – Wow. All and um, so sculpturally, uh, her work is, is um, intriguing to me. And then in terms of spoon – carving uh there's an artist giles newman who creates these really Mm -hmm. cool um spoons and he's kind of like the go-to spoon card (laughs) um and yeah there and then personally i met this artist who does kind of more that social art um Mm -hmm. and her name is oh gosh now i'm trying to come up with her last name she goes by mary welcome um, mm-hmm. and she just, uh, has, has a really cool philosophies and does things with communities. That's really cool. And, you know, um, goes in,
0: is that a local person or, um,
2: I or no, she's, she's from Washington, but she, I, I met her in uh, a class, I like a, a field school class, right. um, yeah, so so I feel it's like she's less. She's not as as well known, but she's right. does great stuff.
0: I figure, you know, on any anything that you're kind of trying to achieve, usually you've, you're seeing someone that's maybe not exactly where you want to be, but that inspires. Yeah, you know, yeah, something that inspires you. That was
2: definitely something in college that was huge. Was you know, our teachers would say figure out, you know, go to the library and look at all of these sculptors. Don't just, like, make something and think it's your own, because all these ideas have have been worked on and done before, pretty much, like, or, or at right. least in some form. So, yeah, I think you definitely... And I hated that, because I wanted to, like, do my own thing, and I wasn't a formal artist. I was a, I, I was my own I was a new artist, um, but you really do have to look back and grow a little <laughs> um, yeah yeah
0: so you found hit record like super young you were in high school I was, was I think
2: 16 or 17 and how'd you how'd you find it there was my sister showed me we actually all argue my my mom's like I showed you this and my sister says I should you this and then I was like no I found it myself um, but I think i I think I figured out that it was my sister showed me um, the video of um, Have you seen them Morgan M Morganson
0: from Hit Record on TV? Uh, no, it was way before or, that. No, it
2: was like one of the first videos they did in 2010, I think. It was kind of like the the video they were known for, and so my sister showed me that on YouTube, and I was like, Wow, that's so cool! And um, I think at the end it said like you know made by Hit Record, so I ended up going through it that way
0: Mm -hmm. but your sister wasn't on the site or anything and she's she's not does she do anything she
2: just joined like a couple weeks ago but hasn't um hasn't really figured it she she lives in in portland and she was like i have no idea how to use this website (laughs) so so she's she's actually yeah you really gotta spend some time yeah she's coming to colorado and i think i'll show her like how to, how to do it. But she loves writing, and hopefully um, I'd love to get her involved.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you were so 16, and see, it's like you grew up also so different from me because – uh, when I started college, uh, they gave me uh, my first email address. <laughs> it was this new thing called email, and you had to have an email address. And they also required that you take this class called Introduction to the Internet, and uh, they explained to you what the internet was. And uh, like a whole assignment was like, go to the computer lab and find a search engine and look for the White House or something like that. Yes, you know, yes. and I was like, I had to ask like the guy at the desk. I'm like, I'm supposed to use a search thing, you know? And he's like, Well, there's uh Alta Vista and Yahoo or something. I was like, Oh Yahoo, that's cute. That. So uh anyway, so you're growing up
2: and it's how old are I'm you? I'm twenty three.
0: Twenty three. Yeah. So you're I mean it's like just always there. Right, right. Right. And
2: it's it's definitely been like even in like shaping, I don't know, who who I am, which is weird (laughs) but yeah i think it's always
0: it's always been around yeah and so when you found her record was it like way out of your comfort zone or did you jump right in
2: i didn't jump right in i i think i took a long time to submit anything and when i did i um like i didn't really understand the concept of submitting like little things or in fact even then it was much more like big project based. So like you would, you would edit a whole video or, or something. It, it didn't seem like it was so much as, as put in your small writing. And um, mm-hmm. however, I guess the tiny book or uh, the tiny stories was going on at that time, but I, I wasn't really involved mm-hmm. in that. Um, I did. They had this one project for hit record on the road, which they were doing a tour tour. And going to, like, live places and presenting here record. And I submitted an edit of a video for um, this, the Loops project. And it mm-hmm. that was, like, the first thing I, I feel like I submitted. I'm really I'm not sure. But uh, someone, Dr. Gory, really liked it. And they ended up using a cut of it for the tour. And I was like, oh, okay. Now I'm kind of going to get into this. But still, right. I, I didn't submit stuff that often. Um I think in 2013, they were in at the Sundance Film Festival, and I was going with my school. So I went and saw them there, and I was really not, like, it just felt like beyond my league still. Um, The people who were there all knew each other, and I was like, oh, I'm this little account Graphic birdie, mm-hmm. you probably don't know me, and they're like, "No, we don't know you." <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so I went home, and still, like, I, I think I had a clip go to hit record on TV, and so I was like, "Oh, okay, I'll slowly submit more." But um, I definitely, once I got into college, I submitted more stuff than I did then. Yeah,
0: I just well, and now the leaf blowers have arrived. Of course, it's so annoying.
2: I can't believe you have leaf blowers uh, at this time of year. <laughs> no,
0: this is like this is like the classic. Is I th- I think it's a scene from Clue. I don't know if you have really seen that oh, yeah. movie, but it's just like two people just blowing uh, leaf. Like one guy's gardener is blowing the leaves, you know, to the one house, and the other guy's gardener is blowing it. It's just like it's it's such a the whole the whole place is so over-the-top extravagant wasteful. It's oh uh, Oh, yeah now i hear it (laughs) so and i actually just watched your video just uh a little earlier about when you went to sundance and they were at sundance and your your high school was going on a trip to sundance and you had your big plan to go to this uh
2: the place where hit record was set up and it just i just it was so hard to like go in yeah yeah, and I even, like, I brought my laptop on that trip just so I could work on, like, try to communicate, weasel my way into hit record and be like, I'm actually here. <laughs> um, right, right, but right. my computer broke on the train ride over, um, and I, it was all like, okay, I'm just going to have to be in person, and um, that was just far more difficult than I thought it would be. <laughs>
0: I, I, I can think of just, so the story goes that uh, you were there for three days and you made a beeline on the first day and you got to the location and you couldn't go in. Yeah. Right? Like you just couldn't build up the nerve to go I in. just
2: like walked back and forth past it. And I like took pictures of the sign. Like I'm here, but I just can't go in. And it was that classic anxiety of like, okay I, I know what's going on but um yeah and I think like the next day I came back and then you're like finding out when in between movies you can go and try to get into the building <laughs> um yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah and you said the second day you didn't go in and then finally on the third day you managed to get yourself in there for like five minutes yeah
2: and, uh, <laughs> oh my god it's uh
0: I, I can totally relate. And I think at 17 years old, that was a lot. That was a lot to to try and accomplish. Just to just to go in by yourself yeah. anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just...
2: And I didn't really know, like, uh, what was going on in there. Uh, or... Mm-hmm. Like, also, I seemed very much... I still do. Like, I look like a young person. Like, of mm-hmm. course, they... We're kind of like, who are you? You know, I, I just felt like I, I wouldn't have much authority going in there, but mm-hmm. I shouldn't. It's not like you have to worry about that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, well,
0: you know, I I felt like I, I, I felt like I was, uh, I keep telling my kids I kind of wanted to go to these like student council meetings when I was in high school or maybe even like run for something or you know something with that but the meetings were held at like before school at like a building I'd never been in like it was like on the other side of the parking lot I'd never been there I didn't really know anyone that went to these meetings and I I never did. I never went. I never, totally, you know, totally. and uh, just the whole, just the whole thing. I was like, I was too scared to, to even think about. And, and I don't, I never even got that close. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I never even got to the point where I was like, I'm going to get up early. <laughs> and I'm go- no, I was just like, no, and uh, when I got to college, I tried to do more more, th- you know, yes. put myself out there yeah. more. And college is so good for that.
2: And yeah. And yet yeah, you still, you still encounter like things that, you know, it's like, why is this so hard for me? Mm-hmm. I want another time. I all, often find myself like walking right past a place and back and forth or driving if I'm lost and you just are driving pat- back and forth like, is this the place or and I just I just oh, so scared to go yeah, in. Yeah, you just know. Mm-hmm. Um one of the greatest like flaws in my college was they gave you I was like fully diagnosed with anxiety and like working with the disability center. They're like, Okay, here's the deal. You have these papers that like exempt you from certain things. You just have to hand them to your teacher during office hours. And that like terrified <laughs> me. So I would like walk back and forth outside of office hours like okay, I'm here for this, and this is, but this is not, like, this doesn't work. So yeah, I, like, I, This is the impossible challenge. Like a, we will help you if you can cure Exactly, yourself. exactly. Just yeah. Get this to your teacher. So I ended up, like, getting those, just, like, <laughs> gathering up those papers every year. They email them to you and be like, yeah, bring this to your teacher. And it's like, yeah, yeah, right. But, uh, I had them and I tried like freshman and sophomore year I'd I'd try and then I was like I I don't think I'm not this isn't worth it right (laughs) but yeah what would the paper get you like what sort of um I had it for like extra time which was uh, that was something I also had in like elementary school. like growing up, I, I always right, right, had right. this anxiety, like since I was nine. So I had always, it was always a nightmare in schools, especially, you know, that's early 2000s. And they have no idea like what you're talking about with anxiety. And mm-hmm. um, they, so it was always just a nightmare to be like, Oh, can I have extra time? And so in, I, in college, I think I was still like, how are they supposed to understand what this is for? You know, it's not I get right. grouped into like people with physical disabilities and I feel like that's a lot easier for people to understand. <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm. and then so many people have anxiety nowadays. Anyway, <laughs> um, so, so the papers were for one was for extra time. And then the second one, the extra time one, they got automatically, but the hard one was like specifically for if I miss an assignment, they will understand or talk to me about it
0: okay like a little extra leniency or or uh, yeah conversation exactly Uh
2: exactly and I I never used that either because I had I was too anxious to like screw up so I I right didn't use that I that was something that in like high school and middle school there were like individual IEP plans and that was important but in college I kind of was able to do everything on time yeah
0: yeah another I already mentioned the Angela stocks <laughs> but the other do you know what one I'm gonna bring up right now what record of yours on I hit have record I no idea
2: I forget so many of these records
0: you really pulled out all the stops on the <laughs> You're <making me> nervous. <laughs> the Janice oh and the physical God. depiction of her period I cannot
2: even look, I cannot even I just deleted that off of my computer it's I'm still shocked and the lighting and like the lighting I think is the worst part of that one. <laughs> um, oh my god yeah. that was so
0: amazing How so bomb. that was Gareth Yeah, that was Gareth right that wrote this sketch so Gareth Wilson we already had him on the podcast not an idiot and he wrote this it was his sketch right I think
1: so
2: it was,
0: yeah and it was
1: like it
0: was Janice, and she was like at work and giving a presentation, and then uh, she gets her period, and the period is like a character, yeah, right? We like talked to her, and and you go and you're like, uh, "I'm a sculpture major. I'll I'll do this." Wow, I mean that's amazing, <laughs> and you made a
2: whole costume. It's like hard. you the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> this costume, like if you see a, a picture of this. It's, it's like this flower kind of, I don't know where, I don't know if Gareth like said this is what it looks like or if it just completely came out of nowhere with me of like, okay, mm. it's definitely a flower. I Once again, I feel like whenever I have the courage to do something, I'm like all in that same day. So I just like painted this right. and made it and cut out old t-shirts and just like hog glued them together. And um, it turned into really something kind of disturbing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was so cool. And you put it out there, and I was like, she really did. I can't it. believe that. This <laughs> is so amazing.
2: And then it didn't go anywhere. Nothing happened with it.
0: Nothing Thank God, it. though. Rebecca X-Ray saw it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember Rebecca X-ray saw it and loved it and said she was gonna try and spend some time on it. It's yeah, there's so much Oh out my there. gosh. Oh my gosh. I I love it. I love that you did it and it's uh And
2: it's on un- it's, it's still amazing. out there, it's not hidden.
0: And it's out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I always threaten people if they, they tell me they're gonna hide something that I think is amazing. I'm like, I'm gonna go remix it uh-huh. right now. You won't right. be able to touch totally. it. Totally.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh I yeah, that video that was so funny I, I'm always like trying to find ways to use sculpture and hit record I'd love to I sometimes I come up with the, these grand ideas of everyone should build something and then we can all virtually like put it together like, like wouldn't that be cool if we like built furniture and then like if you had if I had like half of the furniture and then oh. someone else had it and it would be like this whole sculpture that's not real, but it comes together oh, in all the virtual different. Virtual <laughs>
0: sculpture,
2: <laughs> but um, ooh, it, it seems a little out there. Like hit record right now. It does, <laughs> they're going for like, okay, the documentary, the short film, like back with the growing pains. Yeah, yeah. like when mm-hmm. Maddie comes with her virtual sculpture idea. I don't know how far that would go, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's in the back of my head. Be like your parents. Oh, that's interesting. That's <laughs> yeah. Mm. Hmm. I've been thinking lately, I, I was thinking, gosh, you know, it'd be awesome if just as a community we could do, there's two things, that, there's one thing, oh, I wonder if I can think of it, these leaf are you gonna try? That I've been to, oh gosh, what are they called, I'm going to have to look it up later, but they're like these meetings, and it, you would go, it would be like on a Saturday, and there'd be... No plan or schedule. And then you get there and you be, there's like a grid of all the rooms that they have, like yeah. all these conference rooms and yeah. stuff. And then you can sign up to teach a class oh, cool. like at that time. So it it's all. It's like oh, done I in the I moment. Yeah. So this was, I was going to this like, yeah, like probably 12 years ago. I haven't seen them much lately, but they were so cool. And people would be, I mean, they would go prepared. Yeah that they were going to do this, but it was all kind of like live. And, uh, you know, the schedule was built at the moment. I was like, God, I always feel like hit record. People should teach their, they should do classes. And I feel like they could even like, it could be a business. Like, you know, you could charge just like $5 and do a, Okay. do a workshop online yeah. and whatever and oh that'd be so cool so there's that concept i have and i'm like you could do it like that where like people would just kind of like sign up for grit yeah, you know yeah. and then there's like all these like google hangout rooms that you could like hop onto, or something i've
2: always and then loved then the- like the like the sign of hit record that's like done on the background of like meeting people in person <laughs> <laughs> or or like you know in google hangouts or something like that
0: yeah, it's really, it's really interesting people that you, I, I would never, like, you probably, you probably know so many artists and everything, but I don't know, like, any, but, you know, like, everyone yes. I know is, like, just, like, parents at in elementary school, and I don't even know, you know, like, <laughs> right, right. real estate agents <laughs> or whatever, you know. <laughs> and so, I just don't come into contact with, like, the creativity in my, in my day to day, typically. Yeah, and the other was just, like, similar, but just that, God, I wish we could just put on a show. Like, you know, you could do, like, yeah. practically 24 hours or just of a, you know, okay, you're going to perform for the next half hour or five minutes or totally, whatever, you know. Totally, And you can drop in but, or, yeah. But I'm not sure the community is there right now, and... uh I'm like, but I'm not going to take it off, you <laughs> right. know, so
2: that's, I uh, keep thinking, I like so I'm like, that's a good idea yeah, I'll store <laughs> that No, I, yeah. I'm i totally in the same place of like, oh, I wish Hit Record was doing something like this but I don't, and it's like, oh, you should you know, every, I bet, I'm sure every <laughs> HQ person would be like okay, start that project it's Like, Go mm, for it yeah. I don't know, that's a lot of work <laughs>
0: Right. Well, my whole thing, cause I've been, I always traditionally take on too much and then like everything kind of falls apart and like my personal life, you know what <laughs> right, I mean? Right. So I'm like, Oh, I got to volunteer and I got to go fix this and I got to go be this. And, in the last year or so, what I've been doing is just like, like letting everything go. Like, no, I don't nice, do that anymore. Yeah. No, I can't, you know, and I don't sign like, right. and, uh, I wanted to get the master class uh, subscription, you know, I don't know if you've seen this and you can get like, it's like one class is $90 and then a year is 180. So I was for all of them and I was like, oh, okay, but I'm not going to sign up until I know I can do it. And then um, and then I was like, oh, and I want to start this podcast. And um, and I was like, oh, I should go take that sketch writing class they're finally offering it. And I was like, Rebecca, you can do one. <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: yeah.
0: That's all you're, you know, you can only do one thing and you're barely going to have time to do it, <laughs> right, it You know right. what I mean? And so, uh, so I chose podcasts, but I still look, I'm, I told my husband and I'm like, they're offering voice acting classes <laughs> at the adult, you know, education.
2: Right. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh! Well, it's so great that you're doing the podcast because that's one of those things that you're like, I'm going to do this project, and it just doesn't happen. Yeah. So it's great that you're like you followed through with it. But um, yeah, it's so hard. I'm especially after I just listened to the um, podcast with uh, T- Tia Lummings, mm-hmm. and uh, she talks about getting up at, at five in the morning. I Cannot do. I had to get up at seven o'clock yesterday to go to an appointment, and me and my mom—I sh- I get it from her. We both like—we both had to go to this appointment. We were both like, "Okay, we have to drink our tea in the car. No food because we're not going to get up in time to make breakfast. Like heaven forbid we get some toast or something." But I and we were driving down the hill, and I was like, "You know, it takes me so long to carve these spoons." Like I would love to be able to get up at five o'clock, and I was telling her about the deep work, which you know, um, yeah, listen to that podcast, guys. <laughs> I'm reading that book right Are now, you? actually. uh uh-huh.
0: Yeah, and I'm and like literally, I'm reading the book about focus, and I'm just staring like every three seconds I swear I'm staring at my phone like I wonder if I should uh I wonder if I have a message
2: exactly like, it's oh like God. a curse of, of distraction I'm like uh
0: if my phone was cigarettes I'd be <laughs> right? Smoking right now. like I'm like I can't believe how addicted I am and it is it's so hard to it's focus so hard but to that's focus. that's where and that's why I haven't been doing a lot on hit record because I feel like I have to like put my and blinders like, on and like yeah. really get in and I just lately my my attention. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, okay. I yeah. So you're totally,
2: like, I'm, I was just driving down the hill and, and thinking like, okay, this is the hill meeting driving down to Denver. <laughs> um, and, uh-huh. and I just thought like, I could get so much more done if I got up earlier, but I just can't, I can't get up before like eight <laughs> thirty. And then yeah. also, also like, that's the thing about the deep work is like, I, I'll be carving a spoon and, like, watching Netflix or, like, I just like the uh, deep work. I, I had a, a, one of my cousins I asked last year on, on Instagram, like, does anyone have suggestions for music I can listen to or movies I can watch? And my cousin responded, like, I feel the best way to get work done is not to have any distractions. And I was just like, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me all the distractions. Um, so I'm, I'm horrible.
0: I can't. That's terrifying to me that you're carving spoons uh, while watching TV. Are you yeah, using right. a saw, like a, a machine saw?
2: No, thankfully. <laughs> I'm like scared for your yeah, fingers. Right? I'm, <laughs> thankfully not. No, I have like a, that, I have this little workbench set up in my room and I'll have like my laptop and that's when I do like hand carving. Not Nosy Podcast is brought to you by
0: Audible. I'm so excited to be able to offer our listeners a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to Audible. This will give you the opportunity to check out their service. I mean, we already know you like listening to stuff. You're here, aren't you? So why not listen to some audiobooks? We just mentioned Deep Work by Cal Newport. If you don't have time to read it, listen to it for free. So download your free audiobook today at audibletrialcom slash not nosy again that's a u d i b l e t r i a l.com slash not nosy for a free audiobook of your choice
2: down in the workshop i do i blast like music i'm obsessed right now i watched the movie um bohemian rhapsody love love the music and i've just been blasting that and um when you're working with all the like power tools you have to have we don't have great like ventilation so i have like a respirator on head earphones and um like goggles on and i'm just like singing as loud as i can so and you got your little air you got your little uh airpods like they, under unfortunately, your unfortunately they your don't things. fit but i've tried that but uh, no instead i'm like blasting the music and um oh you're bla- you're just putting yes, the music at a top yeah so exactly <laughs> and then I, the other day i was working and i was cutting something and my dad walked in and of course i could not hear him um and he just stood there for the longest time thinking like i can't interrupt her because she'll, like, screw up or cut something so, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so finally I was like, oh, you're here in the room, <laughs> but um, how long have you heard me singing? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so distractions are key to poor progress, but progress nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I wish I could be the person who works in, like, silence and gets a lot done at five in the morning, right. but I can't, I just... I, the other, so after listening to that podcast, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get up early. And, um, I got up early the next day and was like, no, no this is, this can't happen not for <laughs> yeah. me. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I related more to the part where she said, um, I'm not a morning person and I'm not yes. a, like night yes. owl. I was like, yeah, that's about me. I'm like, prime at about uh,
2: exactly. one o'clock. Yes. Yeah. Give me three <laughs> cups of tea and then I'll, Thank you, Archie. And then B and B are like watching a movie with the family at like 7 o'clock. <laughs> my sister, I, w- I went uh, my sister to visit my sister, and she was like, okay, well, I'm thinking you've got to come see this club, which you were talking to Garrett about clubs. I've never been to a club. Yeah. Except for this one time with my sister. Hey. I can't do it. I just. I don't get it. I like went to my first party right. and I was like, so what do you do? Like, what do you do at these <laughs> yeah, things?" Yeah. You drink. <laughs> you drink.
0: <laughs> I was
2: like, this just doesn't make sense. That's the American, that's the American way. It's yeah. So yeah. And they're late. <laughs> they don't get going till like 11 o'clock, which is, Ugh, I
1: yeah. don't know.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i definitely i did i did have my years so i you know i i did in college i i i, I did the party thing did you, and, and, whatnot, and you survived but, <laughs> and i survived yeah you know though i did um like i remember one time we we're at this club and and i was like you guys isn't it time mm-hmm. to go home you know it's like these i don't know i don't know if it was a place that like two o'clock, okay, maybe you know, two a. Right. Like, maybe I can make it oh. that long. But if one of these places that went longer, I don't know. But I kind of like found a little couch <laughs> and I like curled up, and and the security guard came over. He's like, "You can't sleep at the oh club." My God. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be Not good. Because of like stand. people passing out and stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. Are you drunk now? I'm just tired. I want to go home. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, my friend, actually, it was that. Uh, yeah, I had these friends and the, they could go like all night. And I don't do well. Like, I'll be, cr- uh, like, I'll cry, you know, like if you make me stay up all night, like I'll just ch- wind up in tears, you know. My husband actually let my kids, uh, they did an all-nighter oh. in the summer. And he's like, "You want to stay up all night? Yeah, I want to stay up all night." I was like, "Have a great time, guys. You know, it's a good night at midnight." And they made it to like five thirty, but I was like, "You don't want, you don't want me hanging around. It's gonna, get, it's gonna get sad. It's gonna get like, it's too much for me. I'm just gonna crumble." <laughs> But I remember my friend wanting, she's like, we're going to, we made it all night. We're going to see the sunrise. And I was like, I don't care about the sunrise. Like, I want to fall asleep right now in the car. She's like, it's 10 minutes away. Can <laughs> you,
1: you know, I'm like, I just want to go <laughs>
2: sleep. <laughs> oh my gosh. Cats, we have, um, for Thanksgiving every year, I, I go camping with a big group of people. It's like freezing cold and everyone uh-huh. is gathered around these huge bonfires. And I just. Like, I'll be in bed by 8 o'clock, and it's Thanksgiving, and everyone's, like, partying, and I just, I can't right. imagine, and they always talk about, like, staying up to see sunrise, and it's like, Why oh, right, I'll see sunset. <laughs> um, I don't know, that sounds like a lot of work, but... but.
0: No, see, I grew up on the west coast of Florida, so you get the sunsets there, and I loved it, and we would go walk on the beach, and we had a really nice beach, and, you know, go, like, in the evenings and take a walk and watch the sunset, and everyone's like, (laughs) you know, like, a whole crowd is there, and they're, like, applauding the sunsets, like, oh, I love this. But now I'm on the east coast of Florida, and you, what do you get? You get sunrise. <laughs> and it's like, ugh. Oh my god! I've done it a couple of times when I was pregnant, and you just could I like, just, just couldn't not. sleep, and I'd be like, "If I'm up, I guess I'll. I guess yeah, I'll go. yeah. You know, because oh. I live. You know, I, I, I live across the street from the water, okay. but you can't see it for all the right, right, for all the high rises. Right, right. So you have to kind of go. You have to, oh, you know, kind of go a little bit just to
2: oh, see it. I know. And it's so hard to get out like when when it's just far enough to not like we have everyone goes skiing. It's Colorado. But I, I grew up in right. a ski town where, you know, it was like you skied for half the school day for school programs. And now living like outside of Denver, <laughs> it's such a nightmare to go. There's like traffic for hours to get to go skiing and skiing is like an hour away and I just ha- I haven't skied in like years and yeah. meanwhile it's like it's Colorado <laughs> you know but.
0: I know let me ask you do you one of my favorite places on earth is um St. Mary's Glacier do you do you know that I have don't. you been there
2: where is that no? no it's really near you.
0: it's it's not that far it's like on the way yeah it's like on the way to the mountains um And it's, you kind of look it up, it's, um, but you kind of have to just know that it's there and you do all these switchbacks and you get up way high and it's, it's like, um, there's always snow. It's not really a glacier, but there's like always snow so you can go in the summer and you can still, I don't know, people like, people like hike up in skis and then like ski down even in the summer. And there's a beautiful lake. And in the winter, it's all covered in snow. And one time when I was living in Denver and we were at a bar and I told somebody, I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to this place called St. Mary's Glacier. Uh, tomorrow and he says oh bring a garbage bag so that you can like slide oh, slide gosh, down yeah. and we did and it was so fun and then I brought my kids a couple years ago and I was like we gotta bring the garbage bags and they had because they don't know snow right. my kids don't know right. snow so uh, oh I'm gonna so have to
2: go for sure I'll write that down yeah <laughs>
0: that's great <laughs> It's like a quarter mile hike, but it's such a high altitude that it's it, and it's very rocky right. that everyone's like struggles with. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, definitely. Oh,
1: my
2: awesome. Oh, well, thank you, thank you for yeah. for oh, doing thanks this. Thanks so much for thinking I'm interesting. <laughs> oh, I
0: think you're super serious. I have two pages of notes here. I was like, oh, this is so so oh, much so nice, so supportive. Well, yes, you have a fan in me, and I'm going to be following following your career I will be following your podcast (laughs) (laughs) that's that's very exciting to hear about the residency so I think uh nothing changes you like more travel so and the fact that you get to go with your sister
2: that's amazing definitely (laughs) stick
0: around it's not over yet Hey, and that was Maddie Stewart. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. What a fun conversation that was. As always, I like to kind of review some of the stuff we talked about. Um, First of all, those wooden spoons. I hope you can go follow her on Instagram and check them out. I call it her spoon content. I I follow along. I love when she posts behind-the-scenes stories of making them. Um, you can even buy that button spoon that we talked about. That spoon is like internet famous. It's been on a podcast. Not a lot of spoons can say that, but you could own a famous spoon. So the best way to order a spoon is through direct message with uh, Maddie on Instagram. So you find her there as at graphic underscore birdie. And that's, uh, you know what? I'm going to spell it. G-R-A-P-H-I-C underscore B-I-R-D-I-E. And all of the videos and stuff that we mentioned will be linked up in the show notes. And I hope you can check out that Angela Stacks video. I'm such a fan. The the audio was fun to include and I still crack up listening to it, but you really got to watch it to appreciate it. And actually, last episode's guest, Jake Olson, did an edit of her original video, added some graphics and stuff. So um, I'll try and link to both of those. And if you listen to this podcast regularly, you'll notice that I bring up improv probably in at least 50% of the episodes. Maddie was really was the one that convinced me to give it a go. Um, I haven't done it in a long time, and I don't know if I'll get back to it, but it was a huge turning point for me as I kind of talked about. And um, yeah, thank you, Maddie. Gosh, you never know who's going to impact your life. And I talked about the mug that my son was making in art and that he said that it had a hole in it and the mug has come home. So I'm going to post a photo of it on our Instagram at Not podcast. And I totally thought the hole when he described it was an accident. You'll see it wasn't. It was super planned. It's super cute. And I really didn't need to worry about the food safety on this one. <laughs> There's no food going in this thing. So <laughs> go check it out. Plus, I mentioned a scene from Clueless or what I thought was from Clueless about like gardeners blowing leaves at each other. And I looked for the clip. Was that not from Clueless? I, I've seen it in a movie. It's like a silly movie set in L.A. kind of making fun of L.A. And there's competing gardeners blowing leaves right at each other. So if you know what I'm talking about, can you help me? Let's see what else. Oh, I was talking about a conference that had user-generated workshops. This is called Bar Camp. You can look them up. They are, you know, some people start them up in all sorts of cities around the world. They usually focus on tech and web, but I found the format really exciting, and I think it would be awesome to see creatives doing something like that. I think it lends itself really well to the crowd on HitRecord, but... um, Actually, you know that now that I know about Skillshare, which um, from our last episode with Jake Olson, that's a really great platform for this kind of thing. Just kind of artists teaching artists. I was so impressed with the site. I joined the affiliate program. Um, So if you don't mind, I'm going to plug real quick. I can offer a free trial membership, giving you access to all the premium classes on Skillshare. So if you go to the link skillshare.eqcm.net slash not nosy. You can sign up for that and and you get a free trial and you get all the premium classes and um, it helps me out too. So again, that's skillshare.eqcm.net slash not nosy. And I'm just so excited to see how Maddie's career developed. She's done so much already. She has such a unique point of view. I think a really strong internal compass a love of travel. I mean, I love it. So you can follow along with her on Twitter at Graphic Birdie. That's G R A P H I C B I R D I E. And Instagram at Graphic underscore Birdie. And as we wrap up, you know, I would love to know who you'd like to hear interviewed on an upcoming podcast. You can find us online at notnosy.com or on social media at not nosy Podcast, or email us at notnosypodcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much and see you next time. Bye.